County is not the country of the perishable fact. It is the country of the enduring fiction. The clock in the courthouse tower on page 5 of the Raintree County Atlas is always fixed at 9 o'clock, and it is summer, and the days are long. For the listener, Raintree County is the story of a single day in which are embedded a series of flashbacks. The chronologies listed here may assist the listener in understanding the structure of the novel. At the back of the book may be found a chronology of historical events with bearing on the story. Chronology of a Great Day for Raintree County, July 4th, 1892. Morning. Dawn. Mr. John Wycliffe Shaughnessy awakens in the town of Waycross. 6 a.m. The Shaughnessy family leaves Waycross by Surrey. 6.45 a.m. In the courthouse square, Freehaven, Mr. Shaughnessy enters the Museum of Raintree County Antiquities. 7.45 a.m. Across the site of the vanished town of Dan Webster, Mr. Shaughnessy carries a sickle and a box of cut flowers. 8.30 a.m. Approaching the town of Moreland, Eva Alice Shaughnessy reads the last page of Barriers Burned Away. 8.45 a.m. Re-entering the great road of the Republic in Waycross, Mr. Shaughnessy is engulfed in wheels and faces. 9.30 a.m. Senator Garward B. Jones arrives by special train in Waycross Station. 10 a.m. Three men tip their chairs back against the general store for a talk. 10.05 a.m. Esther Root Shaughnessy enters the revival tent to hear the oldest story in the world, the Reverend Lloyd G. Jarvie officiating. 10.30 a.m. Mr. Shaughnessy hands Professor Jerusalem Webster Stiles a copy of the New Historian containing The Legend of a House Divided. 11.15 a.m. A photographer, a preacher, a lady in a Victorian mansion, a chorus of men only, and a white bull prepare respectively to take pictures, glorify God, distribute pamphlets, see an exhibition for men only, and affirm life. Afternoon. 12.30. In the intersection of Waycross, General Jacob J. Jackson presents Mr. Shaughnessy with a copy of a manuscript entitled Fighting for Freedom, and the G.A.R. parade forms to march on the schoolhouse for a banquet. 2.30. The grand patriotic program begins in the schoolhouse yard. 4.30. Eva Alice Shaughnessy muses in Waycross Station, where statesmen, soldiers, financiers and poets arrive and depart by train. 4.35. As Senator Garwood B. Jones prepares to entrain for the city, Mr. Shaughnessy recalls a sphinx recumbent in his gilded years. 5.05. Financier Cassius P. Carney descends from the eastbound express in Waycross Station. 6 p.m. Between two worlds, in contest for her soul, Esther Root Shaughnessy passes the intersection in Waycross as a train bears financier Cassius P. Carney from Waycross Station. 7.30. On the port swing at Mrs. Evelina Brown's mansion, an informal meeting of the Waycross Literary Society opens a discussion on The Golden Bow. 9.30. Esther Root Shaughnessy watches a cluster of torches approach the garden east of Waycross. 9.35. From the tower of Mrs. Brown's mansion, Eva Alice Shaughnessy beholds a celestial conflict. 1050.
The last Fourth of July rocket explodes over Waycross. Midnight. Professor Jerusalem Webster Stiles departs by train from Waycross Station. A Great Day for Raintree County. Epic Fragment from the Free Inquirer, July 4th, 1892. Yes, sir, here's the glorious fourth again, and here's our special semi-centennial edition of the Free Inquirer. Fifty pages crowded with memories of fifty years since we published the first copy of this newspaper in 1842. And, friends, what a half-century it has been. While the Inquirer has been growing from a little four-page weekly to a daily paper of twice the size, the population of these United States has quadrupled, and the territory governed under the institutions of freedom has been extended from sea to shining sea. In those fifty years the Great West has been conquered, and the front...